Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where two hot seamen talk about football, the Lenny Bowl, fighting old ladies, and getting pulled over by police. Yeah. yeah nothing but fine, so. Cool. I'll leave it at that. There was a funny thing that happened today at work, dude. You'll get a kick yeah. out just because you know how funny and witty I am. So, I'm fucking standing out calling a patient, and all of a sudden the, the PA goes off, yeah. and they're like, I think his last name was like German or some shit like that. I don't know. They're like, Seaman recruit German, Seaman recruit German, please report to the police station. <laughs> and you know, my brain's just automatically. So I go up to the front desk, and it's Randy sitting up there. And she goes, yeah. she goes, What do you want? You know, just fucking with me. And I go, yeah. I'm here for a radiology exam. And she goes, What's your name? I go, German, Seaman recruit German. <laughs> The whole fucking uh, waiting area was dying, man. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm, I told her, I was like, why do you think they fucking called him to the police station? And she, and she was like, I don't know, they must, he's probably like running or something. They're arresting like, him. Yeah, they're going to arrest yeah. him. I'm like, exactly. So where do you think, like, it, it, let's pretend I actually am seeing recruit German. And they just called me overhead. Where do you think I would go if they said go to the police station? The exact opposite direction of the police station. <laughs> But this is the Navy. You go where anything ever tells you to go. So, Seaman Recruit German is out there, fucking dressed like the Hamburglar with his, like, mask on and the sack over his shoulders, tiptoeing around. And they say, hey, come to jail to be arrested for all the, all the fucking crimes no you've done. And he's like, oh, shit, Navy said to go do it, so I guess I better go do it. Or, you know, I might get in trouble and go to the brig. But It's crazy, man. Well, the the amount of times that we were threatened with prison in the Navy <laughs> for like not doing anything really that wrong, like for anything less than murder, we were threatened mm. with prison, like a lot. Yeah, it was like, hey, if you're late for work, you're that's go prison. Yeah, you're going to jail. Yeah, you're going to prison. You don't fill out this paperwork, you're going to go to prison. Yeah. Which is just like the most insane <laughs> thing in the world. Because if that happened at work now, where it's like, hey, you didn't uh, do your your you, punch, you'd clock, be a fucking right? millionaire because you would sue them and win. Well, no, well, but if it's the Navy, they can do whatever they want. So I'm going to assume the transit of property translates. So it's like, hey, you didn't, uh, you didn't punch your clock right. You're going to jail for 36 years. It's like, uh, and then you just like a hole opens up and you fall in there. It's like a tiger. That's the thing. It doesn't translate. Yeah. That's the thing. Yep. That's not real. So the Navy is just. Yeah, it's because the Navy's insane. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> just sending people to jail for no reason, man. So the, you said something that like made me almost jump out of this chair as you could see where you were talking about not consuming uh, as much like fantasy media and i was listening to a guy today this is why i almost jumped out of my chair that I, I i listen to very sporadically basically whenever i get an itch like that's when i listen to him. i don't like seek this guy out i'm not gonna name drop him i think he's good at what he does um so it's nothing like that it's just kind of like that conversation we had about our our media consumption is kind of why i'm going into this and the thing he was covering today was um he ranked every dynasty running back but the only caveat was they could only be in the league for two years max so he took like the Camaros and you know the, the, the staples the dalvin cooks like those guys were out and he didn't value them in with these guys and i'm watching this and it made me rethink of a video he did exactly two years ago during the uh the right before the actual pre-nfl draft uh process where he was ranking the dynasty rookie running back. So we're talking the CEH, uh, Dobbins. Okay. Um, before they were on teams and stuff? Correct. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So the oh, no 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 actually sorry this was they were already on teams sorry. So right the draft. yep right. so C H Dobbins um, Jonathan Taylor Cam Akers so forth so forth and DeAndre Swift of course which is what I'm about to get to so obviously in that draft we all know I drafted J K Dobbins and it wasn't because of this guy like but he he did harp on there's a, he did a lot of videos on a, on the Dobbins Swift comparison and all day of the week any scenario he was taking Dobbins and that wasn't necessarily true for me but I see where he lent that way and obviously I was mentally always going to go that way because that's how the draft fell and he broke it down and everything it was always Dobbins and he was wrong he was he was wrong just like most people are and I'm like man if I would have been susceptible to granted maybe he did have a little bit of influence on why I took Dobbins over him. You, you, you don't really know. You don't know what subliminal advertising does to yourself. Like, it, that's why it's subliminal. It it does what it does. That's why people pay lots of money to use it. So, regardless, I take Dobbins and then, boom, go on with my life. Two years later, he does this little rankings, and it's like, yeah, all day of the week, DeAndre Swift over J.K. Dobbins, you know? <laughs> and granted, like, injury, sure, but even if Dobbins didn't get injured, I still, like, believe that it's always Swift all day of the week, right? I mean... Yeah. We've seen the profile this year. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I turned the video off. And I immediately turned the video off. And I'm like, yeah, why am I even watching this? None of this matters. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, again, not because he's bad at what he does or anything like that, but it's an opinion. At the end of the day, it's just an opinion because anything can happen. Like, it, no one no one thought that J.K. Dobbins would get hurt, in, but he did. And now his value plummeted and it's a i think what he should focus more on is like how much does where is his value at now now that the injury did happen it's like let's focus on that because the value is the value now there's no going back in time and changing that so it's not about like a comparison between deandre swift and jk dobbins it's like it's more interesting to me because it's like reality is okay where does you got a two he hasn't been in the league in two years this guy gets hurt how fucked am I? Or, you know, what? how do, how do I make this piece work? And I always think that's fascinating because he is very big on making – he's a big trading guy. He's in a whole bunch of dynasty leagues, big money leagues. And he to him, like, two trades a month is routine. Like, that's average. Okay. Um, and he's always talking about kind of something we talk about too, um, but I don't agree with it to the extent that he does is, is, of course, just maximizing your value. But the one thing he never talks about – and he does it on other things, but not when he's just doing his general videos is, of course, you know, what your team looks like uh, when you're making these deals. Now, for me and you, for instance, we're in the finals. This, so we made certain trades to just keep that pace. Of course, we would like younger talent, but, like, that wasn't something that makes sense for us right now to, to, to pay, you know, either draft equity, which made no sense, because there's no assigned value to draft equity yet, the draft's not here, or to trade our potential like depth. Because think about it. What if you, what if we would have done that this year where we were like, ooh, I'm caught between trying to win. Of course I want to win, but I also need to start getting some young pieces. And you traded, uh, like, Mike, not Michael Carter, but, like, if you had Brandon Cook sooner, that type of talent. Like, for me, if I would have traded, like, uh, you know, uh, the – Stefan Diggs type level talent and but now we need that depth more than ever because of this COVID mm-hmm. situation that could have really fucked us if we would have been thinking that way if we would have been thinking dynasty instead of fantasy exactly and like I like I said earlier just avoided all sorts of fantasy media for like most of the year 
And I had my best year ever. And because it unclutters your mind and allows you to focus. However, I, for the first time, looked at rankings this week just because, you know, with COVID blasting yeah, us yeah, and my help, entire team getting flame blasted in about a 10 minute period last Sunday, um, I had to think more for the first time. And I'm like, I know Jeff Wilson has had this big, big week this past week, but I also know he has done shit <laughs> the couple weeks beforehand when Mitchell was also in and out of the lineup. I'm like, why is that? What are people saying about Jeff Wilson? So I went and read a bunch of Jeff Wilson stuff, and that was the first, like, fantasy media I've consumed in probably 13 months. Right, like, and like you said, it's because you haven't yeah. had to do that either. Your lineup yeah. has just been plug and, and sit and watch. You haven't had to think. And I, for the most part, I haven't either. I mean, I, I've had to think, but I've had, I haven't had to research anything because I'm like, yeah, Saquon sucks fantasy. I don't need to start him. Antonio mm-hmm. Gibson's a fucking coin flip, so if I have to start him, I will, but I'm not putting him in over anybody else. You know, it was that simple. But like you said, now that COVID slash injuries, we're both in the same exact boat where we have to make decisions on some guys that we may not have watched all year. Mm-hmm. That we've owned but not paid attention to. Correct. Like, it's like, yeah, it's it, that's kind of a crazy dynamic where it's like I've owned Jeff Wilson for almost two years now. And I'm like, I know he's not, I'm not going to cut him, but I don't I don't have any interest in doing starting really anything else with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, it, it's, it's interesting what this sport does to you and the kind of decisions that, like it makes you you'll make down the line and i do think and i think there's two other hot boys that might argue this point i do think that we probably have the best two teams in the league but i would unequivocally unequivocally argue that we have the two deepest teams in the league like like yeah yeah. so like we we have the ability to sort of plug these dudes in and and sort of roll and we'll see the only, it works for us the only not, person but. that could have been close to keep him was, and he would have been right there with us is David, obviously. With if, if he would have yeah. had the same amount of COVID slash injuries that both of us have dealt with, mm-hmm. he would still be, be able to. But like most people couldn't, their their roster would be hor- horrendous. It, it'd be terrible. Hmm. And, and I'm right on that border of becoming a not good lineup. Like I both mean, of us we are. Both, like, but like that's, that's yeah, how, that's what happens when you're you're five guys down though. Huh? That's a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I was looking. I think I have. I mean, if Mike Evans plays, I'll have four starters that, or like four of my actual starters, because mm-hmm. like I still have Mahomes, I still have Devonte, and I still have Joe Mixon, and then like maybe I'll still have Mike Evans. Like I I, I, I tend to think he's not going to play, but we'll see. We'll see. You never know. I mean, I, I was so deep that literally. Before the playoffs started, I'm thinking, okay, cool. Now I can get cute if I need to because I can play matchups. Mm-hmm. That's not even a poss- that's not even a thought anymore. There's no matchups. There's just who the fuck is available. That's all. That's who doesn't at. suck. Yep. Let's throw them out there. Yep. Like <laughs> that's, that's all, literally all we can do, man. It, it's not even about putting the best fantasy to get a uh, team together anymore. It's just staying alive. Mm-hmm. It's fighting. Staying alive and hoping, and hoping, and hoping someone falls into the end zone for Absolutely. a touchdown. Absolutely. It's wild, man. I can go either way. It, no, it, it, this is this is definitely. It's weird that we're still the same because I think if we both put our full lineups out there, I think I have a slight edge, and I, I think right now I have just again a slight edge, not much. It's minimal, but it's funny that it it hasn't flipped us. You know what I mean? It hasn't like drastically mm. put any big change out there in the gap that would have been. It's just now the guys are worse. <laughs> Yeah, this is our JV team versus yeah. JV team. It's not like a JV varsity. It's no. just JV, JV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, Jesus Christ. Oh, welcome to the finals, man. It's not normally. Yeah, what, man. It's not normally it's, what it's like, obviously. But well, yeah, it's it's. I've been four years scraping to try to get to this moment, and God 
damn did I scrape. Yeah. Scrape is the is the appropriate term for how I got to the finals. Um and and yeah, it, it, it's weird to battle for four years and then, oh, by the way, your entire lineup's dead. I mean, I, yeah, I've been in the finals. This is my third time and every time has been different. The first time I went in the finals, I was like, oh, I'm going to get fucking torched. Got torched. The second time mm-hmm. I was in the finals, I was like, oh, I'm going to win. I won. This year is this. This fucking COVID bullshit, man. And I'm just so sick of it, too, when it comes to fantasy and real NFL. I, I, that, I don't even know how much I want to get into it because it's so frustrating on something that's just not handled the way that I want it to be handled because it's just like, oh, you're healthy, but you can't go do your job, so. Well, we've been talking about this. Should we, should we just tell the, tell the legend of the Lenny Bowl? Like, should we, should we just take our viewers through this, the, the that, ride? That's definitely up to you, man. You're the one that was partaking in the Lenny Bowl, dude. I was just a spectator, um, so that is definitely your call whenever you're ready okay, to we, the Lenny Bowl. I want to talk about Lenny Bowl because I... I I, I still have not fully recovered from what happened. Well, so, so just set the scene. Um, it's first round of the playoffs before the finals. We've semifinals. Already, right, so semifinals. We already stated that me and AJ obviously are in the finals, so we won our matchups. But um, How we got there, How good, we got good there, listeners. yeah, a little different. Um, <laughs> just to give Cody a little shout-out. So it, it was obviously all, all Hot Boys uh, playoffs, which was kind of fun. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I do, like I said, a little shout-out to Cody. It was pretty crazy he has no depth and he wasn't supposed to be here yet his team is really good very young very good he's got staples like Najee Harris Jamar Chase um Gritty and mm-hmm. probably got a couple other guys that are slipping my mind that are really good um, he's got Kittle is yeah that Kittle Jackson. Jackson yep and he got absolutely smoked because key guys missed and DeAndre DeAndre Swift DeAndre Swift's another mm-hmm. that didn't play Jackson didn't play and it was just those two guys not playing that pretty much wrote his death note like he had no chance mm-hmm. just his fill-ins aren't enough and then there's the lenny bowl okay so it, it, it's me and hot boy pete and uh winner goes to the finals and it's impossible in a dynasty league to give every fucking iota of context that makes this so juicy but i'm gonna do my best and uh without going through every player on our roster basically through the first two time slots so basically through the three o'clock games on sunday none of our guys showed up no. it is a no show fest um i think i got 16 points out of Devonte adams that 30 out it. of mahomes and then he had jonathan taylor who scored like 23 other than that it's like eights and fives and just no shows across the board on both of our lineups and he has a 10 point lead again end of the three o'clock time slot however Lenny however Bay. significant portion of my starting lineup are just there's no other way to put it they're just Tampa Bay Buccaneers it's like literally just the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense I have Lenny uh I have Chris Godwin I have Mike Evans he's only up by 10 points he only has Jalen Hurts left I have those three dudes and I have Dallas Goddard that's a Tarantino thing we're going to come back to that (laughs) at the very end so I mean so basically it's over because so basically it's over because I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke blast past him with three of the best players on my whole team Life's good. I'm getting confident. Still Clark have a little insurance like, with Dallas Goddard, yep, and, and he's yep. just got Jalen Hurts. That's it. Yeah, fuck him. He's he's dead. We don't have to talk about Pete no more. That's why he's not in the show anymore. I killed him. But no, that's not what happened. Me and Clark are sitting being cocky on the couch. Um, but, you know, it's the late game. I'm all the way in Kenosha. You know, I got to work the next day at 5 a.m. So I leave at the end of the first quarter. Um, 
the first quarter in which Chris Godwin gets six receptions in the first quarter. There, there was yes, that, that that was the thing. We were sitting on the couch and we just go, Jesus Christ, Tampa Bay hasn't done anything except accumulate fantasy points for Chris Godwin and Lenny. Yeah, like just feeding him, easily, feeding him easily. He, I mean, Chris Godwin was on pace for twenty eight, twenty four, yeah, yeah, or something tw- like yeah. That. And I mean, Lenny would have ended up with probably a twenty burger, maybe eighteen to twenty mm-hmm. points, and whatever Mike Evans did was just the fucking cherry on top. So mm-hmm. it's over. I mean, the fucking matchup's over. The Lenny Bowl came through. The prophecies have been f- fulfilled. Pete's dead. Lenny Bowl's happening. Lenny, Chris Godwin doing just beautiful work mike evans eh? he only does four things a game anyway don't worry about mike evans he'll get his anyway chris godwin goes across the middle of the field i see and oh god he gets his knee twisted a little bit oh he's hurt oh that's he's really hurt he's really hurt that sucks but he already has nine points and i got a lot of other stuff going on that's brutal that could really hurt me next week when i'm easily in the championship I'll, i'll put that in my little little notebook in my brain and go from there anyway i leave to go home it's about an hour drive from Pete's house to my house. I'm going home. Halfway there, my phone rings, and it's my dear, dear good friend, Clark, who just is really looking out for my emotional state. And he goes, dude, I wanted you to hear it from me. While you were gone, Mike Evans was assassinated, and he's out for the rest of the game. It's a bloodbath. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he just fucked his whole shit up catching a ball. So he's dead. In my head, I'm like, it's fine. Still I, got Lenny. Pete's still de- I still got Lenny. Pete's still dead. Pete's dead. Lenny killed him. Lenny Bowl is still good. Anyway, I get home. I'm home for a whopping eight minutes. My sleeper notification goes off. Leonard Fournette is assassinated. (laughs) He's gone forever. And I'm just like, unbelievable. No way. No way. Pete is like a cockroach. You can't kill him. A nuclear bomb can't kill him. He'll come back to life. So basically, it's not even halftime, and these three giant sexy stud muffins that were supposed to carry me to a championship Are disappeared. They're done. Like a fucking vampire turning into mist. They were gone. And I look at the score. Basically, I'm now up 10 points, mm-hmm. and my scoring has come to a complete stop. So I went from, I'm going to blow this piece of shit out of the water <laughs> by 40 points to, this guy is going to beat me. <laughs> like, I, I'm dead. He has Jalen Hurts. I have Dallas Goddard. All Jalen Hurts has to do is outscore Dallas Goddard by 10 points, and it, yep. it's over. Clark calls me, you know, pumps me up, and, and at which point I utter, I'm not going out like this. Right. I'm not losing. I'm not losing to this guy. Anyway, anyone who watched football knows how this story kind of ends because Dallas Goddard, Goddard on Tuesday night, by the way, I had to wait till Tuesday, yep. so I had to stew on that for 48 hours. Yep. Tuesday night, Dallas Goddard. Not only has a fucking massive football game, he does maybe the most poetic move in the history of fantasy football in which he hacky sacks a Jalen Hurts for, for <laughs> pass. How, for, we play minus one for interceptions, and that is something to remember in the, in the series, uh, yes. story here. Minus one because Dallas Goddard hacky sacked a pick that goes towards Jalen Hurts' interception record. Yes. So not any other receiver. It has to be Dallas Goddard. <laughs> it, always, it always was Dallas Goddard. So that happens, and he fumbles, and I'm I'm watching the box score because I don't actually get to watch that game. I have the other fucking Fox game, and I see that box score, and I see Dallas Goddard has like seven points, and 
Jalen Hurts is at negative two, and I'm like, yes. Because he, yeah, because he threw the interception that Dallas got her hacky sack, and then he got mm. stripped, sacked, I believe it was sacked. Mm-hmm. Either way, he got stripped. Mm-hmm. Fumble recovery, uh, minus three in our league. If you fumble, minus one. If it gets recovered, minus two. So it was a four po- negative four point hole, and then he had a few mm-hmm. extra points from you know passing and running. So yeah, he was Doing at like football mi- stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was like at minus two, sitting at minus two. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna win. This, this is it. And for the record, at no point did I back off that. No, no, you didn't. No, I, I, you know, Dallas Goddard is a monster game. He gets, he scores almost seventeen. I think seventeen fantasy yeah, points is what like he ended up scoring. Jalen Hurts rockets back, has two rushing touchdowns, that's what it was. And a it passing was the touchdown, two sneakies, the two, and that's how they. That's the only way that team can score without like throwing a thirty-yard uh, crisp route to Devonte. Um, excuse me, to Devonte Smith. The only other way they could score is Jalen Hurts plowing forward, and that's what they did well, twice for twelve fantasy points. You're, you're not going to give Miles Sanders the ball. He there. can't. Well, so, it's like a force field. Anytime he touches the ball, the force field comes up on the end zone, and he just cannot get it. He can't penetrate it. Well, anytime he goes towards fantasy points, that force field just pops up, and he just bounces right off it. He had <laughs> 130 something yards, I believe. Yeah, and he hit a monster uh, cumulative huge yards. Huge, thirteen point yeah. something fantasy points. Yep. <laughs> he does dominant offensive force and cannot even a little bit. Any other running back in the league would have had twenty seven points fantasy wise. Nope. Not not Miles Sanders. He's allergic to being fantasy relevant. So all he had was hundred and forty yards on the ground. That's it. it anyway, tangent. <laughs> With two minutes left in the game, I am down. I am down a point. It is over. I am dead. Whether or not I refuse, I'm willing to admit it or not. Eagles have the ball. They get an, they get one first down. The it's game's over. over. First down ends it. Mm-hmm. So what they do? They really do a little little rolly rolly out on the bootleg to and they toss who? it to toss it to the hero of this story, Dallas Goddard. Now tell the best part about it. Yep, tell the best part about who it. Who scrambles and gets dangerously close <laughs> to the sideline. So rather than pushing for extra yards, slides and, and stops. Down. Yep, goes down. To add extra poetry to this, that is the first play I see after the Rams game is over and they cut to the other game. So it cuts to the other game and I just immediately see Dallas Goddard catch a ball, run, slide, eyes immediately track over to sleeper to check my score and i go up 0.2 points <laughs> he literally said, he ran two more yards than he needed that was it like you that was it two yards you won by two yards if, if he had started his slide a nanosecond earlier i lose that game <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable it, it was and it's all because i refused to lose to pete that way <laughs> Pete had come and blown me out. That's fine, whatever. But I was not going to lose that way. It was not going to happen. It's it's the craziest fantasy matchup I've ever seen. It's not even close. Yes. It's not even close. It, it, is, it is very, very easily the most insane fantasy thing I've ever been a part of. Yeah. And the fact that it was to go do a championship. Makes and it, even, it was, even more historic. Mm-hmm. And, and it was on a Tuesday. Yeah. Like it was just, there's just so many things that made that story too much, completely ridiculous. Too much. And, and the fact that, like you said, there's so many little uh, hidden tangents of stories in there, like your uh, defascination with Lenny that has turned into... I'm just happy to be here, man. That's basically (laughs) what it comes down to. Like I said, dude, there's no way the universe can let you win this. There's no way. 
I think the universe has decided that I am going to win no. it. If the universe didn't want me to win it, it would have killed me last oh, week. It's a, it had it's every, all, no. it had every opportunity to put me down, dude. This is a cruel. So. No, no, no. They want you to make. The, they, that's the thing. The universe wants you in the finals. They want you to taste it. They want. They want. Yep. They want it, and then they want to take it from you, dude. There's no way you want to toy with me. That your Bucks can beat my sons, and there's no way you can beat me in fantasy in the same calendar it's, year. It's momentum. It's is what it is. It's, it's momentum. It's not. Gonna, keep it rolling. Um, it's not gonna happen. There's no. There's no like. If it happens, then there's no justice in the world. Um, oh kids get no, kids I, give up on your dreams. Um, there's no Santa Claus. I'm the underdog. He's he's the fucking no, evil empire. No, and I'm the Luke Skywalker in this story. No, yeah. no, no, don't let him spin the narrative. Pete's Pete's dead. You're the villain. I'm now, the man. noble I'm hero. I'm the good. No. no, 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 no. You're the villain now. No, <laughs> you got no. the hammer. I'm holding. You know, it's you're, Excalibur. You're, I pulled the sword from the stone like the hero. And then I went and conquered whatever evil was out yeah, there. Yeah, you, you conquered and enslaved people like a villain, like, like like an empire. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> and reigned over them. I mean, uh, told them what to do. I mean, uh, just nope. was their noble champion. That's it. That's all. So, hot boys and girls, you know who to root for <laughs> on, uh, on Sunday. I'm going to knock you out like Darren Williams knocked out fucking Frank Gore. Get out of here. No, no you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna knock anyone. I'm gonna, no one's gonna knock anyone out again like Darren Williams knocked out Frank Gore. It's impossible. I'm gonna put on my white put on my wife beater. I'm gonna, gonna gonna slam some mad dog. I'm gonna go out there and take care of business. And then retire. And then retire immediately. From from my second professional sport. <laughs> Though he's about twenty five minutes away from getting a phone call from the NBA team at this point. Dude, they're they're trying to get whoever they can get at this point. I love it. It's pretty fun. But I do like the idea of this essentially turning into the replacements movie starring Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. where it's just a bunch of like dudes from jail and uh, minor leagues and who live on houseboats that they're, that they're just calling up. I to, don't know, man. To I told you basketball. about nine months ago today that Joe Johnson could still get a bucket. So yeah, now he now <laughs> he's about to get some buckets. Now now he's gonna fucking post up on Ersan uh, Ilyasova and fucking <laughs> put up a double double. Only, it's like we're traveling through time, man. <laughs> they're the only two players left. COVID's eradicated the entire NBA. Just one on one every night against them two. It's, it's just East versus West, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Johnson, Ursan. Dude, which um, yesterday after the football game, I was watching the Suns game, obviously. And dude, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever said this before. Maybe I'm sure I've said it to you, but I could every day. I could I could live this life where. I wake up, go to work, come home, work out, shower, eat, do whatever I do, and then watch the Suns demolish the Lakers every night. I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> it never gets old. Five days a week, I could do that. Never gets old to me. I like the game's over. I gotta go to work in the morning early, and I'm like, I should go to bed, but I won't. I I will. I refuse. I don't care. I I will watch an entire game, and it's a blowout. We're we're, we're up twenty points. And I'm like, I, I, I enjoy every second of it, of the of the useless minutes, of the just domination. I I love it. You love the air coming out of uh, Isaiah Thomas' Oh, lungs. my God, man. That was <laughs> oh, him and uh, who was? Somebody else had a really poor shooting night. I, I can't believe it slipped in my brain. But they went like. I'm going to say Russell Westbrook just because No, it wasn't no him. Sense. It wasn't okay. him. I mean, he wasn't great or anything. But him, uh, IT and, oh, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. They went, I think, one for twenty-five between the two of them. Nice. That's 
Woo. It's consistent is what it is. Woo. Consistently out of the basket. But <laughs> So we got so caught up in fantasy that we haven't even yeah. talked about reality football, real football. Was there anything this week that uh it was a well. I think part of what led to such gross fantasy football was the actual football was okay. so gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I do want to say is that I would like to again reiterate how wrong we were about the Ravens because uh, they would have pretty handily beat the best team in the league this week if Lamar Jackson was healthy. I think so yeah. because. They were one controversial coaching call away from doing it with their backup guy, who is not good. Huntley is fun. He like he is like the perfect kind of like backup he quarterback fun. because he he's well. fun. Yeah. yeah, but he's not good. Fun and good are different, as much as we would like to conflate the two. Um, but yeah, so and I would like to like put a message in a bottle for future Clark and future AJ when you open it up. It says, "Don't let AJ call for Jim Harbaugh's or John Harbaugh's job at any point." Because at some point, I feel like I'm going to do it. Don't you do it. Don't let me do it. I will not let you do that. Thank you. Thank you. Because he is an incredible coach. He's really good, man. (laughs) Yeah, he's really good. And the fact that he can scrape together the roster he has right now and make it as good as it is is nothing short of a fucking miracle. Right. So when they start off slow one year and I try to, like, weasel my way into that take, I want you to fucking open that bottle. We're not going to – we are not fucking Mike Tomlinny. Uh, Harbaugh, we're not doing it, man. No. We will continue to Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, Correct. even though we're probably wrong on that. It's too fun at this point to stop. <laughs> yes, we, so. we, we, we've secretly kind of admitted that we might be wrong, and by he's might, pro- probably, but... He's probably a Hall of Famer, yeah, I'm so not, we should I'm not probably getting stop. Off of the take. I'm, not, I'm not leaving it alone. But at the same time, we will continue to insinuate that he's garbage and um, funny and bad at his job when he's none of those things. Yep. So, um, But this is our reality. <laughs> And we assemble it, so. Yeah, dude, I'm Cheers, now man. I'm like re my brain is back on real football, and I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit, the Saints Buccaneers game. We only talked about fantasy, but that fucking game was nine to nothing. Um, Raiders sixteen to fourteen over the depleted Browns, like the the Browns JV team, the Vikings Bears for fuck's sake, seventeen to nine. Ugh. Like <sighs> some real bullshit, there- man. Well, and the Raiders, watching the Raiders game, that offense has completely disintegrated. What? Dude, I, it's just done a complete 180 since the first five weeks of the season, man. And and do not, listeners out there, I know what you're doing. You're fucking getting ready for the comment section for that doesn't exist for this podcast. And you're going to go like, well, is that because of John Gruen? Har, 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 dickhead, whatever. Fuck no. Um, fuck no. no. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck No. I refuse to give John Gruden any credit for this. The turbulence left in his wake, a hundred percent, could be causing a, yeah. a you know a, a morass that is sinking this team. I think it has a lot more to do with their best offensive weapon. Their tight end has a destroyed leg. Uh, their second best offensive weapon, uh, or second best pass catcher, excuse me, uh, is a murderer. Um, and uh, Kenyon Drake, who became a sneaky huge part of that offense, has one leg now. Yeah. Um, and I do like Derek Carr. Derek Carr belongs in this league. He should start in this league, but you can't just pull all that stuff out from underneath them and expect them to do anything, especially with an offensive line that some days I watch them and I think right. they're good. And other days I'm like, how That's a good, yeah, are these they're guys so drawing up paychecks? And down. They're very up yeah. I, I think more of it is they can mash with the run blocking and they can't keep anyone out of Derek Carr's face. Yeah, I think it's probably, yeah. 
is probably how it goes down. Um, and I feel like bad for the Browns at this point because I don't know outside of getting a quarterback, what more do you need to do to this roster to make it go? I mean, Greg, like, Grant, like I said, they were very, very depleted this uh, past game. But yeah, I mean, even before that, though, they've they've had their chances to win important games and they've had their personnel out there for the most part. And like you said, the only upgrade that I can think of on paper is quarterback. And we've we've but we've seen really great teams function with mediocre quarterbacks and go far and even win Super Bowls. And this team could do that, I think, with the with the talent level that is, but they don't win any important game. They fail to move the ball aerial like in any any fashion aerially. Areolally, aerially, areola. Areola. They fail to move yes. the ball with their areolas, mm-hmm. and they rely on a run game that gets so much action and force, and it just beats the shit out of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt's out, and it's a bad recipe, man. And like you said, that there's no quarterback coming to bail him out anytime soon, man. It the quarterback market this offseason is going to be absolutely fucking wild, I think. Because, like, I, I think the there's so many teams that are a quarterback away and so many situations where, like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, like, the big one out there. And what I am less and less convinced every day that he will actually leave Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's me brainwashing myself. But um, I, I, I am less and less convinced that he's going to leave. I, like we, we just talked about. I think Cleveland should pay for Tyler Huntley. Why not? I, something. I mean, go get AJ McCarron like you yeah, five uh, years ago. I, I don't, I don't you, fucking. You know. don't have to bring him in and declare him the fucking emperor king of quarterback land. But you gotta, you gotta like get that party shaking. You gotta get some. Pe- you gotta get some people in attendance, man. You know, you can't die at a Travis Scott concert if you're the only one there. <laughs> exactly <laughs> beautiful um like and this is a i think exactly like the situation why i think probably kirk cousins gets too much heat yeah because good lord would kirk cousins be just could, deliciously cozy how right many now. doors you could, could, could walk yeah, to the exactly they could walk to the afc championship game if kirk cousins was their quarterback he, and, and like you are more pro baker than i am i i i like him so i have a hard time beating up with him right. but the way he is bad is bad in a way that completely stalls, drives, and kills the offense. In that he just misses dudes when he cannot miss dudes and throws back-breaking interceptions. Mm-hmm. So he, like his competency just falls out at the worst possible times. Not the most dramatic times, but just literally the worst possible times to make an offense go. And it's like, I don't know, do you, do you go out and go after Jimmy G or Jared Goff or... I, I think you stay at the I think you stay at the lower level like what I was talking about. You just bring in guys that won't command as much money as those guys, and just try something. You know, because unless you honestly believe that those guys are that significant of upgrade to Baker Mayfield, which I don't, obviously. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. That that's more a, fish, a facetious. Mm-hmm. Like, I, but I do think a guy like Gardner Minshew yeah. is probably going to get that's some that run. Tier I'm talking about. Yes. Not that Gardner Minshew is not a guy that will throw a back-breaking interception. But he's cheap. <laughs> Every now and again, but he's cheap. And uh, with that roster, having to pay Baker now becomes right a, a bit of an issue. Right. So yeah, get, get the cheap guy and hope you can kind of 
you know, form them into into something that, that's a, a little more consistent. Doesn't even have to really be better. It you, just has to not you, kill you. Yeah, you form them into somebody that should get paid, and then send them walking. Exactly. That's what you do. And then, and then you because you're not going to get yeah, you're not going to get a shot at one of those top quarterbacks. No you're not going to get Cleveland. No. You're fucking Cleveland. You're not getting one. I mean, unless. Matt Ryan gets banished or something. That was the word, next words out of my <laughs> mouth. Because like he he is like I think this the the fucking ninja of this off season. Like he could just sneak in there and break the neck of the whole off season without anyone seeing it mm-hmm. coming. It, it could be the Matt Stafford move, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, um, and, and I think because there's so many teams like you know the Panthers and the Broncos and the Browns that feel like maybe they're a quarterback away. I think the Panthers are, are farther away than they think they are. But um, and if Aaron Rodgers stays, all of a sudden that price shoots way up. And if someone's like, hey, I'll give you a first, second, and a third, it's like, yes. Please. And, then, and then you do that. Yeah, so it, I, I could see someone just robbing the fuck out of someone for, for Matt Ryan. I, I, I that That's my Nostradamus for the offseason that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean... It, the league hasn't changed that much in regards to needs of a quarterback. What did last year's draft or just last year in general solve? It only fixed what three teams' problems, maybe at the quarterback position. I would say maybe, yeah. I mean, three. Yeah, three. I think is right because, like, I, I still think Trevor Lawrence is. No, fine. no, I'm counting. That's my yeah, him. Yeah. him. Obviously, um, Stafford and Mac Jones. Mac Jones, and I think we'll see about Justin Fields. I think that team has a lot of problems that aren't yeah, Justin but you, Fields. Are, you, re- so, are yeah. you ready to declare that, that problem solved? No, you're not. You know, no, I'm not. But I'm ready to kill. I'm excuse me, kill. Yeah, sure, why not? Kill everyone there <laughs> except for Justin Fields. Um. <laughs> you are the fucking murderer through time, man. So you should be yeah. careful what you say. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, get rid of everyone except Justin Fields there, and Just, yeah, yeah, get rid of Justin Fields, the and then you got. Yep. yep. Just do to him what the Giants said to Daniel Jones's neck, and then <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah, just get rid of it. I think he's done, man. Like, like forever. N- n- yeah, forever. Because mm, like those neck injuries are not to fuck around. No, that with. really sucks. The, I don't wish that upon anyone. You know. No, I don't wish it either. But like the only guy I've ever seen come back or something like that was Peyton Manning. And he just wasn't the same dude when he came back. Like he had that one monster. And, and, year and, and he just... would have been in the league if he wasn't the smartest guy on the field at all times. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Which I can I can officially declare that Daniel Jones is not that. So officially. It although this sounds terrible, but if uh-huh. Daniel Jones has to risk his life to come back to keep Mike Lennon off the field, for the love of God, put your life on the line for all of humanity. I can't I cannot look at Mike Lennon physically or in my dreams anymore. It, that was the worst display of quarterbacking I've seen in a long time, man. And I, I might be being hyperbolic, but you know what I'm talking about, dude. That was fucking bad, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, that uh, Cody recommended last week we do the worst or ugliest game of the week or stupidest game. Anytime of the week, Mike Glenn's on the field, the stupidest game of the week is Mike Glenn. <laughs> like it, it's just like just his football was was the worst game of the week. Holy I do not. Fuck, dude. And the dude's got plenty of neck to trans to transplant, so take just half of his neck and then transplant. That's it. how we'll keep Daniel Jones alive. That Daniel Jones, yeah, take he's got neck to spare. He has, he's got an entire extra donor neck in there. <laughs> Whatever we got to do to get that fucker off the field, man. And he's looking <laughs> more like Cretorius 
date. I don't think that's a real <laughs> word, but he's looking more like a cretin every day. And that's that's a shot at his physical appearance, and I shouldn't do that. But it's he's an ugly man. He's an ugly fucker, man. Like yeah, enough for me to bring it up, and I'm not that type of dude, man. I don't care what people look like, but holy shit. his chin strap is almost like below the back of his helmet like it's just like it's pulled up and tucked under like the dude is completely chinless no chin zero dude's fucking beaker from the muppets but and i don't know if he's decided to shave his head but that's not doing him any favors either because his his chin like doesn't round out anything so he, he he his head doesn't even look proportioned because he has no chin so it just all looks artificial. it's a weird look man Wear a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a hat, or a bigger one the better. Like those big foam cowboy ones. Like, <laughs> Just don't wear a helmet because that means you might go in the game, and I don't want to see mm-hmm. that. Or, or uh, call Cam Newton. It's like, hey, I need the hattiest hat that you have. And he's like, I have this lavender fucking pork pie hat that I will overnight to you, and you can wear that on the sidelines. Can you imagine Mike Lennon? <laughs> Wearing anything that Cam full, wears. Full, full football gear on the sidelines. Headset on, <laughs> chewing uh, big league chewer, whatever the fuck he's got in his mouth. And he has this like lavender pork pie hat on. <laughs> with like a large sunflower tucked in the band. Reading a Surface Pro <laughs> tablet on the interception you just yep. threw. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that guy came from. He was just standing there, Mike. He didn't come from anywhere. He was there the entire time. We didn't move. You threw the ball right to him. Oh, I couldn't see over the lineman. You were six seven. <laughs> you could see better than anyone else in the stadium, and you saw him, and you threw it right at him. Oh you're my just bad. god, dude. It, it, but I'm still rich, right? Yeah, you're still yeah, extremely you're still rich. Okay, it's rich. fine. It's fine. You, you've du- I'll be you've duped a lot of teams. Um, and how many times did we say, "Holy shit, he's gonna get Saquon Barkley killed out there"? Like three. Yeah. Three or four times. So I think the checkdown pass is little bit overrated in how easy it is when it, it like that over the shoulder like wheel out route is sneaky hard to complete mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not that hard to complete <laughs> that you have to murder right saquon right. barkley like that uh it, clark said something about that uh saquon barkley gets the worst touches in the nfl i remember you saying that on sunday okay. and it's true every time he gets the ball it's like he's immediately no being destroyed he has, he has no, no shot. shot to do anything with it um it, it was like Joe Mixon last year had yeah. the same problem. Yep. Where, where every time he got the ball, the nose tackle was already in the backfield. Every time he got a, a flare out past the linebacker was in his fucking jock strap. Like the the offense was doing nothing execution wise to, or scheme wise to open the the playbook up. For Which him, so. to to jump back into fantasy a little bit. Uh, yeah. That that's something that you know I harp on a lot is volume. Obviously, that's a big uh, point of emphasis when I'm talking fantasy, but. You also need to know football, too. And like you said, Joe Mixon last year, the volume was completely there. Saquon Barkley, the volume is obviously there, but it's the quality of the touches and the, and the quality of the team allowing those touches. And you can't you can't disregard that shit. I don't care if he's getting 18, 15 to 18 touches a game. It's not translating to any, any pro, uh, production yards-wise for him. It's not helping the team out. He's getting fucking in the... Like you said, it happened two or three times when it's... A check down that should not be thrown. Like, you just can't throw that check down to that running back because there's nothing he can do. You know, of course, you're like, oh, okay, I just got to get it to my running back and he can make a play. But he's so smothered that there's literally nothing he can do. He can't create anything. It's just the linebacker's already coming downhill to fucking put his head where his ass is. Like, it's like 
And it's part of the reason he's always fucking hurt, yeah, too. Yeah, it is. That offense is setting him up to get blasted every chance he can get. It's sad, man. Um, it's fucking sad. And it, it, a lot of players on that team are getting hurt, and I don't think that's a coincidence, man. So it sounds like we're about ready to enter whatever the next stage of the Giants is. It sounds like Gettleman's toastified. It sounds like Judge is probably toastified. It sounds get like Daniel Jones. We already said Daniel Jones is, is headless. Um, start so, over. Start over again. Okay, so start over again. I get that, but so what? Like there, there are certain franchises where, like, I already know how this is going to go. You're going to find some other cabal of grumpy old men to do things grumpy old men ways, and they're just going to be this curmudgeony, non-excited team from like 1935, and it's just going to be the same shit again. And they're going to go ahead and draft the quarterback that's a nice young man and it's it's just it's it's gonna keep going exactly the same every single fucking time it, and it's the same way with the packers we're just gonna put a bunch of fucking mouth breathers from this the same inbred corporate system and a quarterback is gonna save us it's the same yeah but every um, yeah. every few years you guys can like put together a respectable defense yeah. The Giants can sometimes do that too, I guess. I mean, they haven't really done it since their Super Bowl runs, but mm -hmm. they, dude, what's redeemable on that roster? What would you keep? Is there anything you would fucking keep on that roster, dude? Beyond, I mean, Saquon Barkley's, the, the, I guess, but not, you don't need him. The defensive lines, I like the defensive line. Um, I like before Shepard's Achilles rolled up his leg this past but week. But he's expendable, too. Shepard's. Well, I, I, I liked that the Tony shepard Galladay combo specifically. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, but I'm not so precious about it that I wouldn't exactly. say yeah, blow, That's blow what all I'm that saying. up. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, so other than the defensive line, like, I can say, yeah, blow, blow all that shit up. Get rid of, get rid of every fucking stitch of that team. Mm -hmm. you, for five years, we treaded water and did nothing. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, so I, I I'm excited for that. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say this very often, but I'm excited for Bears fans because God, this must have been miserable for you guys. Like I like this must have been like one of the most miserable. Because how many times have we said on this show, can we just not? Yeah. Like we all, everyone knows how this is gonna go. Can we just like stop now and save us all the time? So to finally be at the end here, going like, oh my God, Pace is gone. Oh my God, Nagy's gone, and at least we have a quarterback to start with this time. Yeah, and th that team's the same way too. Like fucking extra get rid of fucked, everyone. Yeah. They gotta get rid of everyone. Clean it, man. Clean it. I, I mean, Monty probably keep Monty just because that's good to have with a new quarterback you're developing. Yeah. Uh, Mooney's all right. Uh, Allen Robinson's probably priced out of what you're trying yeah, to do right this now. Yeah. Like, and and he couldn't get his his juju going with Fields the entire time no. he was there. And there's like, like maybe Cole, like Cole Komet. That's fine. So there's like some scraps there but there's nothing i'm super excited about outside of fields there for sure i mean all their probably even get all their, probably even get rid of mac that's too i was gonna say, uh, yeah. i was just gonna yeah. say he's gone but most of their defenders that are good are old so like i mean even akeem hicks great player still but eddie jackson eddie jackson yeah <sighs> yeah yeah so yeah the, those are two teams that like i think like the era is changing I kind of feel that way about the Steelers, but the Steelers feel like it's actually there's a team there still, and it's just going to be, it's going to be a solid team with a bad quarterback next year. Like I have no idea what they do at quarterback that's, either. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, are they a sleepy landing spot for someone? I don't know. 
Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I do think, like, like Matt Ryan there, that looks yeah, pretty the, all right. Because the roster yeah. offensively and defensively is pretty much there for the most part. I mean, it's definitely enough to do some damage with. For the 15 snaps of game TJ Watt's going to play, it's going to be pretty massive. That dude's a wrecking ball, man, of just destruction for himself and others. Yeah, he, he, it's the same thing his brother does. He goes so hard that his body collapses. They get the hurt of his own so much, man. It, it's shocking. Just like the Bosa boys. Bosa, I think it's the same thing. They're, they're literally going so hard that like their their body is I just collapsing. So. Like every other pr- athlete has like has a governor on them, where it's just like, hey, oh no, I can go hard. Slow down but, a little like, bit. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my arms are gonna fall out of my socket if I try to they torque don't, them that yeah, hard. Yeah, they don't restrain anything. It makes them great. It also makes them on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you, oh yeah. since we just talked about those teams specifically because they're in the same exact boat for the most part, Giants obviously mm-hmm. I think worse than the Bears because at least the no. Bears have a quarterback to play with. Do you agree with me that the Jags are by far in a better situation than both of those teams? Yes. Which um, is crazy. Th- that's, I think that's absolutely insane. That well, it shows you how bad our buddy Herbs was. Yeah, like he was taking a better situation and turning it into the grossest pile of humanity the NFL has ever seen. Like, I, you remember that last year of Hugh Jackson and uh, with the Browns, where like they had a little too revealing season of Hard Knocks. Yeah, and everyone saw what a booby was. Well, he had the, like, that. Uh, I'm the boss. Well, not persona, it was reality, but mentality, where he just felt any type of pressure if someone questioned his authority. That's one of the all-time clips from that show is him going, when you sit in this yeah. chair, to like Greg Williams and a bunch of other like super salty NFL oh, guys. Oh, it was cringe, like, man. It was hard for yeah. me to watch something like that. Yeah, I just don't get why people think that the people they work for and with aren't people. Yeah. Like, because like, like, just talk to them like they're people and they'll do what you want. Like, mm. it's not an incredibly difficult it was yeah. ugh. it still makes me uncomfortable thinking about that episode because it was just a whole bunch of millionaires sitting in a room and all those millionaires wanting that one millionaire's job because they thought either a i could do it better or b i want more money and then that one millionaire who makes more money saying hey you guys are gonna still make less and i get to make all the shots because i'm in charge and respect me because i'm in charge not for who i am it is brutal man i don't ugh, so gross the there are certain things that you being paid to do them makes them worse. Mm-hmm. Like like that context. And I think being forced to sit in a room listening to a man tell you how important he is while you're being paid somehow makes that worse. Like it's my job to sit and listen to this guy tell me how Ugh. important he is. That's different than like going, like walking past a guy at a bus stop doing that. It's like, okay, bye. But like, no, I'm paid. I have to sit here. And you know why I know it's worse? Because I was forced to do it for, for fucking five years in the Navy. Because that's about 90% of the Navy is people telling you how great they are while you have to stand there and listen to it. <laughs> On the clock. Don't be modest. That was way more than we, 90%, man. And we made way less than Greg Williams. <laughs> Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to, to back to the original point before I turned into a fucking goober. Um, Jacksonville is actually, I think, one of the maybe the sneaky best job opening this offseason. Um, because, one, you're going to have a motivated ownership to go, no, we're not boobs. That guy was the boob. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who's willing to spend. You have some nice offensive pieces with like Chenault and Etienne and, and Robinson. You have still what is probably considered one of the best young quarterback prospects in the league. Um, and well, God, Urbis really did a fucking yeah. Did work on making that defense completely fucking irrelevant. So that defense basically needs to be completely rebuilt. But like you look at that compared to like New York or or New York or Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> like um, this is just a way more hopeful location. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, which New York team is more hopeless? Would you say the Giants? Really hate a lot of that Jets roster. I do too, too. but enti- I have to pick that one. Entire defenses, yeah. I gotta pick one, just because I like you. You at least have more equity. I think the Jets. Okay. I think the Jets have more equity because their 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 young pieces still have value. True, it's one of those things where like I struggle to look at that Jets defense and go, I don't know if this is like a roster. There isn't. There isn't defense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, May's an all right back, and I guess Lawson's hurt right now. Uh, but those are two, like, question marks. That, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, the best thing we have is these guys might be good if they... If, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking bleak. I don't think it's an easy choice. I wouldn't mind if you pick the Giants. They, I mean, they both suck, dude, and they're both fucked, man. And, and, I, do, mm-hmm. and I do like the... Because when you're a bad team in a bad organization, I think it is worth something to get um that you know just that type of coach where i don't know how good robert sala is yet but at least he's like a people person and that goes a little bit you know as far as moving your franchise along even if it doesn't translate to wins so Hmm. he's a good face and that's way better than anything giants could say man i mean think of the boobs that have been running through their head coach and them man True, and for the the Jets this week, actually watching that game, I'm like, this offense isn't completely toothless. Not like talent wise, but like right. as far as some of the things they're doing, right. like how it's coached. Right. Like I re- I really wish that like Zach Wilson could like play well, do something. Yeah, like just to kind of see because that Lafleur, it, it, it's not the same as the Lafleur offense in Green Bay. It, it is a Lafleur, but it is way different with how it spaces out the routes and like where they're prioritized getting the ball to and everyone grab on take a seat secure yourself i'm going to say something semi nice about zach wilson for a second and that the guy can actually move a little bit. oh no yeah we, i don't, don't think we've questioned that yeah like and this was the first game i thought all year where he where they kind of let him grease his wheels a little bit don't let him get hit for the love of god don't let another professional athlete get close to him because they will just turn him into a big pile of dust but like if you give him some space like he can create space where hypothetically he can make a throw and or you know convert a you know a third and six that way man so like they could scrape something close to a functional offense out by in these last couple their of offense weeks is already some... light years beyond the giants man I would agree with that. After three years of Daniel Jones, I would say, mm-hmm. even with as much as we hate Zach Wilson, that it's farther along in a progression and an identity than the Giants are. And back to Robert Sala, I don't. I, what I'm about to say, I, I don't want this to be an insult to him, but mm-hmm. he could. It's going to sound like an insult. He could totally be 
an Anthony Lynn type where he just hold he kind of gets that organization back on track. People like him, and then when they start or when they're supposed to be better, and he just can't quite get him over the hump, and then they bring in a better guy. I mean, that sounds bad, but there's nothing wrong with that. That's still a serviceable guy doing a nice job. I, I tend to get so cagey with those Urag guys. Yeah, like, that's that's why I said how, that yeah, is because yeah. we don't know if he can coach. We 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 know we like him and we know that his players like him, but I don't know I don't know what he can do. And God help me, Dan Campbell's winning me over. Like I don't he's another want one. Hey, but to think that he, what he's doing is working, but like I can't. But his team's so bad, we have to give him credit because yeah, like his, his team is, but is playing so he's playing well. so well. Like they play so hard. It, if you well, it's not even like the the hardness. Like, yeah, I mean, there's that's a high effort team, but like people aren't out of right. People they don't that they don't look that yeah, yeah they don't look dysfunctional yeah. yeah they don't look dysfunctional yeah. yeah they don't look like a total fucking mess like the Giants do like Jared Goff's like, not good but he doesn't no. like do he doesn't like mess shit up that he can't control or you know what I'm trying to say like he'll make a mistake because he's bad he'll make a bad throw but he won't make a he, mistake. He, He'll throw the ball and forget the ball. Right. Like he'll, he'll do. He'll do that. Right. But like where he was throwing was probably fine. Exactly. But, <laughs> That's, that was the right read. He should have went there. He just doesn't have the ability Forgot to get the it there. Yeah. Yeah. It just slipped out of his hands. Exactly. Like a, He's got fucking vaseline and baby like hands. A, like a banana covered in axle grease. Just. <laughs> but, <laughs> so it, it's just crazy because when you watch Daniel Jones drop back, it's like you can just see it's like I don't know where anyone's supposed to be and mm-hmm. third. If I do know they're not there, like you can just you can just see the play break down in front of them. He has to take four seconds um, just to remember what routes he called in the fucking huddle. Yeah, and 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 like that's not what's happening in, in Detroit. And to and it's the same like or I think in 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 New York. I think we mostly say when we criticize Zach Wilson, it's him missing throws. Mm-hmm. It's not that like no one's open or like he doesn't have guys. Blah blah. blah that's kind of stuff. We see that he just it's misses dudes inaccurate. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. The Dolphins, I feel like, are kind of getting to the point where the things are starting to grease up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess Tua has one of like the highest accuracy ratings in the league if you break him down really? analytically. But when you watch him, it doesn't him, feel, it does that, not way. feel yeah. that way. No. Yeah, they just they don't, they don't feel like they produce enough. No. Like if that's the case, you figure they would do more of a West Coast style thing and move the ball through the air. But no, they just hand it to Duke Johnson. <laughs> that's pretty surprising, though. I did not know that. Yeah, analytics. Do, analytics need context. Yep, 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 yep. Do you want to throw the Seahawks into our pit of bad teams and talk about how they stack up with all those guys? I'll let you start it. I'm not um, completely passionate about them, obviously. So if there's something you want to get into, um, it's just weird that that team is so much better than those other teams. But they're at the same level, like, ta- like, ta- like talent wise, but they can't win. Right, right. Any more games than those teams? Th- did. That's actually a good assessment. Yeah. So, <laughs> again, like, I tend to think they won't fire Pete Carroll because the dude has left so much fucking rope for himself. Mm-hmm. Like, a Super Bowl buys you an entire decade years, of yeah. being shit at your job. Um, but I, I I cannot think of a team where that message has gotten as stale as it has out there, man. Like, It's, it's very strange like, because what? how different did they look from last year? When they were playoff team, yeah, like the roster is essentially the same exactly fucking the same. roster, man. I don't get but, it. I don't get it. And what, what like, like, I think we may have talked a little bit on what direction they go, and I think they're one of the hardest to decide and 
construct around because it's it's hard to because your your piece is DK, but Wilson is threatening out, and then what's the point of having DK? That happens. It, it's a weird scenario there, man. I tend to, that's why I tend to think that I mean you don't get rid of Russell Wilson if you have Russell Wilson. You just, you just don't do it. I tend to think that it you get rid of Pete Carroll and hope that that changes the temperature there enough that he wants to stay. Like, Which like that's how I think. Don't don't I don't want people to get mad at me here. This could just be me blowing smoke, but I don't know how good DK is without uh, Russell, man. I, I'm not like I feel like Tyler Lockett could thrive anywhere because of the type of receiver he is, but mm-hmm. DK not so much. He's not very flexible. No. Like, he, physically or just, like, in his game. Like, you need to ask him to do very specific things, which just so happen to be the things that Russell Wilson is very good at doing, i.e. throwing the sexiest deep Mm -hmm. ball maybe in NFL history. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you put him someplace where, like, if if Mac Jones is throwing the ball, he's probably not the DK Metcalf that you and I think he is. And definitely if you're running some fucking – bridge quarterback or a rookie that doesn't know where to put the ball i i do think that it's gonna go poorly with dk however i the best solution i think is to get rid of pete carroll and keep russell wilson do i think they're do that's the right call so i don't think they'll do it but i you know we'll see i think he has as much power in his building as any head coach in the entire nfl so decided bill belichick good man i like when they're bad it's more I don't know why I have such a weird, like, icky distaste for the Seahawks. I'm a big Russell Wilson guy. We went to Wisconsin and all that kind of stuff. But like, like I just like I just like it feels good when they're bad. I don't I don't know why, but it just it just does. It feels like justice. I love it. So there is one this. So of course we talked about this game in fantasy land, but the real version of the Eagles and uh, Washington football team. I was so disappointed because I was like, oh, this is it. This is the the game Washington wins to become like they were last year. Because you think about it, their record wasn't that good last year, but that team felt twice as good than it than it currently is. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is the game where they get to that same level as last year. And they couldn't stop anything, man. They couldn't stop anything. Well, I think they're all, the two most disappointed groups in the entire league this entire Washington's season defense. have been... Washington's defense and their and Washington's offensive line. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. thought, those two units were going to come and just tear people up. Nope, and they didn't. And I, that's still confusing because, like, again, who runs that team? A dude who makes sure everyone's exactly where yeah. they're supposed to be yeah, at all yeah. times. So, like, it, it's it's a weird thing. I think it just kind of became a lost season. I think the Dan Schneider stuff is probably really difficult to deal with in house. Um, I you know losing Fitzpatrick and then losing it, it's been a just a exercise in constant failure sickness and loss at quarterback like again I, we, I, I we've prob- talked yeah. about that though is Heineke any worse than any shit they were throwing out last year yeah but I'm thinking I'm, I'm talking more about just like the long-term effects of this team yeah and just kind of the temperature of the room mm-hmm. and like and like what it and what that does to it okay. um like I I do think is Washington the most talented team in the league? Absolutely. Not even close. Yeah, but they're very, they're a very competent, well-staffed team. Is how I would put them. They're, Absolutely. They're full, Absolutely. They're very yeoman, and I think the only way a team like that breaks down is in the intangible aspects of it. And I, and I do think that this team has kind of got you know spirit poisoning. Like if if you worked for a boss that was just a massive, massive dickhead and pervert, 
you would probably hate going to work. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's just, a, again, the human part of this. Like, yeah. if I had to go to work and, like, to pick up my check, even if it's got a bunch of zeros on it, and it's signed by a dude that's a fucking diddler, and it's just un- it's just not fun to be around, and you know with an asshole, it's, it, it gives you spirit poisoning. Mm-hmm. It, it does. And um, I... I, I it feels like a team that's his spirits is kind of broken, being totally honest. So, culture's a big thing, man. Well, an offensive line and def- and defense are big spirit, right? <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like, like parts of it, like that. It's, it's it, those are high effort areas, mm-hmm. and, and if you don't want to be there, <laughs> it's gonna affect yeah. everything else, man. Yeah. yeah. I I did have a very like bleak moment today. It's, uh navy related i was kind of like it was super long day i was really exhausted by the end of the day so i was kind of like curt mm-hmm. just like i was running on backup energy and um put this guy i put this guy's iv in was walking him down the hall and he looks over at me and goes were you in the military and i'm just like mm. i got a story with the same thing yeah and i'm just like uh yeah i was i was in the, it's, it's been Years. Right, it's been a while. Kind of, yep. I, I think the exact thing I said was, I'm kind of upset that you're able to tell after all <laughs> this time. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, oh no, you just got like, to get away about you. You just seem like a guy that was in the military. I'm like, I'm the least military fucking guy that's ever been in the military. That's why I'm not in the military. I swear to God, that's I was the worst to me. fit. Yes. I was the worst fit in the whole fucking world. <laughs> it's a terrible sailor. I was at a, a little, like, Christmas party that, um, yeah. with Morgan for her job. And yeah. she does land surveying, so, like, she doesn't know anybody yeah. there, you know. She just works by herself, mostly. Mm-hmm. And she brings me as a plus one, and we go. And there's this fucking guy there. And he, I mean, he looks like he's a cop off duty, you know. He's got the fucking yeah. goatee and, like, just the haircut. And the sunglasses on the yeah, back yeah. Right upside down. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. taking a shot at the guy. But he comes up to me, like, towards the end of the party and goes, Hey, hey, Theo, uh, you used to be in the military, right? And, you, I, dude, on reflex, this is verbatim. I said, how the fuck did you know yeah. that? That's verbatim <laughs> what I said. Because I had the same mentality. I'm like, I don't ooze any any of that i don't i don't know and my hair was long too like i have my hair cut now but my hair was really mm-hmm. long on the sides so i didn't like have any and i was like how how did you know and he said the same thing he said hey, you just got a way about you because he and, and he's like uh what did they do to us i don't man? know i don't, I don't what understand that's what I'm yeah i was like holy shit man and obviously he was in the military because he's like he's like yeah. oh, i could just tell you and i'm like yeah well i don't know this- how I could just smell the foot powder <laughs> on you. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, and I looked at Morgan when he left, and I, she's like, "Relax," because I was like pissed off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Why did that fucker know I was in? What did I do? What happened to me? Why? And I was like upset about mm-hmm. it. And she's like, "Dude, calm down. Like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Well, it's a massive deal." Uh, um, I did a floral procedure on someone who showed up for their procedure, like in the, their uh, marine stuff. Sure. Like they're they're stationed at there's like a there's a like armory not too far away from where I work, and um, I saw her walk in. And I knew I was doing her case, and I'm like, I am not going to say anything military to this Never. person. It's like she's a marine, I'm a corpsman. She she we could talk all day if we wanted, and it's like <laughs> I'm not going to say shit. 
to this person because I do not want to have a military conversation nope. with this person. Because there's nothing worse than explaining you're not in the military to someone who's super excited to be in the military. It's tough. It's it, tough. Yeah. And yeah, it's just going like, nah, it just wasn't for me. It's like, why? It's the greatest thing ever. They're really mean to you. There's a lot of rules. And they don't pay you very well. And it's like... <laughs> but yeah, it's great. It's funny how most people... There's a lot of people like us, believe it or not, and every time yeah. people like us find ourselves in that situation, our first thing is to preserve their mindset. We're yeah. never, you know, it never crosses our mind to to fuck their beliefs about it. We don't ever want to do that. No. That's no, not it, what we're it, trying to do. As much shit as I say about the Navy, it was super good for me. Me too. Professionally, personally, and just like psychotic. Me too. It, it was overwhelmingly positive. I don't regret thing in my doing life. the fight. I would, no. yes, it was what I needed. Yes. But it was also I didn't, I didn't belong. Awful. I also and didn't belong. Weird, and I did not belong there. At the same time, like I'm not going to convince someone to not do something that was good for me because, right. like, obviously, like that's good for you. However, what I what I can't if I'm letting you do your thing, you gotta let me. Right. It was good for me. It was good for me to be yes. in when I was in. It was yeah. great for me to get out when I got out. So yeah, that's it. Oh, that was the best part. Yes, getting but, out. Uh, yeah, getting out. But this, so so those guys that are just that are just like too excited and too upset that you're not in the navy. That's also very is, frustrating. It's 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 a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, it's a and, good way to put yeah. it. And because they don't look at it the same way we do, they they, yeah. they just think they reflect their uh, experiences and their mindset about it. They want you, mm-hmm. and, and it's coming from a place of of good. You know. Yeah. They want you to, in their brain, have the same pleasures i guess that they have or the same mm-hmm. situations and non-stressors and well, whatever but we do the same thing it just manifests differently that's all well and the thing that kind of like gets under my skin about it when i get in those conversations is like it's a super dangerous thing asking someone why they're not in the military anymore yeah. it's like yeah. you can get a fucking real ten thousand mile an hour answer yeah. back to that question if you are not careful mine was my answer is I don't like. Yeah, it. I don't want to be in there. But anymore. yeah, but it could be like, oh no, I have really bad PTSD and I couldn't function in there anymore, or like this isn't my real hand. I, I couldn't like, stop you know, slapping I, my wife, so. I... Yeah, yeah. Or I developed a drink. You're like, there's a lot of answers to that question that you got to be fucking careful yeah. and tiptoe around. Asking that question. So yeah. yeah, so just any listener out there that has that reaction, like, please watch yourself because that's a um, when keeping it real goes wrong moment coming down you're coming down the pipe at you real quick <laughs> yeah it's not as simple of an uh, answer sometimes that you're expecting man. it could be yeah, yeah exactly that's why i don't ever ask anyone about it i don't ask them no 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 no. did i tell you um did i tell you when i got pulled over coming back no okay. no no non-issue i'll tell you the whole stories real quick yeah. Um, I was driving back from North Carolina, 13 and a half hour drive. And, you know, yeah. and most of the time I'm just on cruise control. So, like, yeah, I don't really pay attention to what, you know, how fast it's I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just pacing with traffic. You know, that's just what yeah. I do. I'm like, I'm going to go as fast as everyone else. So mm-hmm. a cop pulls behind me and then, then, like, it took like a minute or two and then he pulls me over. And I'm like, okay, it's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. I was going as fast as everyone else. So I wonder what I did. So he pulls me over. You know, I'm super cordial. I, I go, yeah. and I know immediately. I know he's a young guy, not older, yeah. no way he's older than me. And yeah. I go, uh, officer, can I ask you what I did wrong? And he goes, Oh, absolutely. So super nice guy. He goes, Yeah, no problem. Absolutely, yeah. you're more welcome to ask. And I was like, Okay, well, 
what did I do wrong? And he goes, oh, I got you. I clocked you back there. And I go, oh, did you? I said, what was I going? He goes, I got you doing 67 and a 60. Go. And he, because I saw my face, you know, and I'm like, and I wanted to say, okay, well, then why'd you pull me over? That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. But I kept it yeah. cool, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And he goes, yeah, and, and immediately, this was the cool part by him. He goes, I'm just going to give you a warning, but uh, license yeah. and registration. I was like, okay, cool. Just a warning. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I get him my stuff, and he's looking at it. And to back up a little bit, he, he took him a while yeah. to get to the car because I think he was looking at my license plate a lot. Yeah. And to fast forward back to where I was at. He takes my stuff, and he's about to go back. He's like, oh, hey, uh, why don't you step out with me? And I'm like, oh, out here? And it's like, fucking cars are flying. I go, where do you want me to stand? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, in my head. And he's like, oh, no, no just stand over here uh, by the by my car. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, no worries. And, you know, I'm keeping my cool the entire time. I'm like, not showing yeah. any, like, why the fuck is he asking me to stay by his car? And, like, I'm like, okay. So I get out. And I go, and I just lean up against the guardrail with my arms crossed. And yeah. I just stand there while he's running my shit. And, you know, ca- yeah. cars are flying by and shit. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, what were you doing out here? And I'm, because he sees my Illinois plates, obviously. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm originally from North Carolina. I uh, made a couple day trip. Now I'm just returning home. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 long drive, long drive. Mm-hmm. Starts talking. And then he somehow. Or was it me figuring out he was... Oh, yeah, because I asked him. I go, oh, how long have you been a cop for? And he goes, uh, two years. So he's fresh, obviously. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What'd you do before that? And he was a Marine, obviously. And I'm like, oh, no yeah. shit, no shit. And he goes, oh, did you serve or were you in? And I was like, yeah, yeah, actually I did. I was in the Navy. And then we talked about that for a few minutes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And then and then I left. And I was like, what the fuck? Was all that up? He went a friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was all that about? Like, is he going to call me later? Or is he going to, like, <laughs> sneak into my home and arrest me? It was super weird. But, I mean, the only conclusion I came to was he thought I was – they were looking for somebody. And – because he really kept focusing on my plates. Like, he kept – Yeah, or, like, like he was like, you don't, you're not from around. Yeah, I mean, I was, in, I, was, yeah. I was in West Virginia. And mm-hmm. I just told him I was from North Carolina. I have no North Car- you know, I don't have an accent from yeah. there, obviously. Yeah. So he, I, I obviously want to make sure my story checked out. But as soon as I said Navy, he's like, okay, this guy's, here you go, man. This guy's fine. Yep. This, so lesson is tell everyone that you were in the Navy, whether you were in it or not, and everything goes just fine. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, and we taught me, you and Cody and David always talked about that. It's like, we don't pull that card ever. 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 You have to pry it out of us with a crowbar. He, yeah. Yes. He had to pry it out of me, you know. And I'm like, he might not. I don't know. I don't know what. You know more than I do. I don't know what he went back yeah. there and checked. You know what I mean? Can, did he pull up my fucking. I don't know. The, the, the only thing I can think of is like, hey, we have these people that are running long they're filling their trucks with drugs right. and driving these long distances yada yada be on the lookout for it you saw your license plate Saul was, was like, out of town this, yeah yes yeah this motherfucker looks like he takes steroids <laughs> first and then after that probably other drugs so um so he's like i'm gonna double check this guy make sure that he's not full of drugs and go. he's like oh you're in the navy no one in the navy ever did <laughs> drugs so they test you a lot right as a matter of fact, they did. Stared at my dick a lot. Yep. yep. There's no way that a bunch of people I knew in the Navy did cocaine on the weekends because <laughs> it gets out of your system before they drug test you on Monday. 
there's no way that happens all the fucking time and he's time so honorable <laughs> that he, he still doesn't do drugs even though he hasn't been in it for over half a decade yep oh. anyway good day sir yep good day sir anyway good day the fact that he made you step on his car that was, that was the part yeah spooky. that was the yeah. part where I was like okay what the fuck's going on now mm-hmm. I'm like you don't pull someone out for a speeding ticket like, I've never gotten pulled out no, of the car me either I've been pulled over. me either not no. once. I don't know what that was about. Until this day, I don't know what that was about. And I, I wanted to say something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know me. Once I say something, I don't stop saying something. And then I'm like, no, next no. thing you know, I'm in the fucking cop car. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was once with you when you almost fought an old woman at a fucking ticket kiosk at a movie theater. So, yeah. In, no, I... in my defense, <laughs> that lady needed her ass whipped, man. Jumped. I do that is one of the listen listen i've i will not disagree with you that woman at some point in her life needed to fucking it, be if we tell the story but, i'm gonna sound like such an asshole because this it's because you are an asshole but at the same time she was too there's not a good guy in the story i'm not gonna tell the but, story because yeah it's gonna make me seem like a villain but i will say this there's when i go out in public there's one thing i take very seriously that's my bubble and like my because i don't invade other people's fucking lives i don't the only yeah. time i do that is like if out of necessity where it's like excuse me sir something like that not yeah. let me give you my fucking opinion about what i think and i don't know you i you're, you're that's grounds for getting knocked the fuck out i don't care who you are you're, you're getting knocked <laughs> i don't the care fuck if out. you're a granny dude she instilled her will upon me specifically and i'm like i was sh- you remember i was shocked i was like is this bitch yes. what I'm like, am I really gonna have to stop my friend from fighting an old woman? <laughs> okay. I'm I'm used to like fucking talking you down and like in all situations, but I'm like, Clark, she's an old lady. Like, you don't need me. This is not when you 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 pull the spotter card. Like, this is not what I'm here for. Like, this is this is killing a fly with a shotgun. You're not using your 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 tools and properly. Nothing, nothing about my opinion has changed. I I would I will get heated every time that happens because it was uncalled for. Like. Dude, I see stuff out in public all the time I don't agree with. I don't confront those people and give my opinion on the matter. As long as it's not causing harm to anyone, it's none of my fucking business. We're not without telling that story. Uh, uh, the story is you almost fought an old woman. Like that's just the story. But at the end, like you do the same thing every time you're about to fight someone, where you go, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, like you you say it like that, and you like you, you, the you get blood in your face, like. But you said you said that to this lady, which I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna fight this lady, um, and she replied with, ah, oh, I actually love him, and which only infuriated so, me more. Yes, so now you all understand the kind of person this was, and that they needed to be fought, but. <laughs> Just a loudmouth Jesus freak. Mm-hmm. Listen, Clark may be the villain in fantasy football. No, wait, 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 wait. He, no. is, the, Listen, he is the hero I, in real I life. I will, yes. No, <laughs> no, I will flip that narrative. I will agree. I probably was, I, I, I did share as much blame as her. Not more, not less. But I'm not the, mm-hmm. not the villain in fantasy land. I care more about that than in reality. Mm, yeah, well, it's, Reality, it's I'll knock that then, fucking then, bitch then this, out, man. <laughs> Then this is very hard for you, I know, but you're the villain. Man, I got heated that day, man. You did. Just, just because, you know me, man. I don't do things very often. And, like, going to the movie theater is an event for me. Because I, yeah. I know what it entails. I'm like, cool. Yep. Me? It's like voting or yes, Christmas. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's a big mm-hmm. event, and I don't want people to fucking burst my bubble. Like, I don't want people... I'm there with you. We're there to fucking John Wick. Mm-hmm. That's what we're there to do, man. 
yeah, brother to exactly. with the John. And yes, we are. <laughs> and when people interfere with that, just like dude, when I go to a movie theater and somebody's on their phone, I'm that guy, dude. I'm that guy that's like, dude, put your fucking phone away. I do it every time I go to the movie theater and I will I only go once every two years so it doesn't happen very often yeah. but when I do because you have to find a theater you haven't been banned from for fucking fighting old ladies <laughs> that's why it takes me so long yep <laughs> and ripping phones out of people's hands and smashing them <laughs> smashing them into old ladies ban that every movie theater in like a hundred mile radius my mm. pictures on the wall fantasy, yep. fantasy champion <laughs> Fancy champion, beater of old women, <laughs> smasher of phones. <laughs> do not let this guy uh, in here. Fantasy villain, do not allow in. Picture me screaming. <laughs> just like fucking knife yep, hands. Just really laying into this old lady. <laughs> yeah. Not let this lunatic in here. He's going to demand to see John Wick. We haven't shown that movie here in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's all he watches in the movie theaters, John Wick. He only wants to see the first John Wick and standard definition for some reason. He's a complete lunatic. He's a complete madman. Which is completely true. That's the only movie I want to watch in theaters mm. is John Wick. That's just the only movie I want to watch in general. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I can go play a skin in Fortnite. Oh, man. I do not sound oh. good in this scenario, man, at all. I think. Well, because you weren't. You're trying to fight an old lady. <laughs> Am I having like a realization moment where for years I just thought it was okay to do this? You something? probably not. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't expect you to get there, but we're all there. Yeah, I'll never, <laughs> I'll, I'll never admit I was wrong. No, not, not every chance. I'm wrong for not knocking out that right, old lady. Right, that's just, where I was wrong. Just, just scaring her. Yeah, let her off the hook. Because the, the audacity of that old lady, she's like, that fucking <laughs> slick haired buff guy is not going to knock me out. I'm an old lady. <laughs> Oh, contraire. Oh, contraire. You were... Famous last words. <laughs> That's on our tombstone. Slick air buff guy. He won't. He won't do it, that <laughs> slick air buff guy. Yep. 2018. Uh, Rest in peace. 1901 to 2018. <laughs> she lived to be 128 or whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I think she got killed by a random dickhead. She had the Guinness theater. World Record for life, uh, living life for the longest, and this mm -hmm. guy fucking just knocked fuck it. <laughs> he just killed her. <laughs> the one punch, punched her fucking bonnet off the top of her head and her head this off. Greasy fantasy champ just <laughs> yeah. ended that streak in one fell swoop. I get, I get why his whole league sees him as a villain. <laughs> killed the whole lady. <laughs> Dude, as long as I get my Netflix and my jail cell, man, I don't give a shit. That's fine, man. Now we wrapped it all the way around to last last week, man. Good work. We did it. We're That's what people were like. Oh, do I need to like when I do I need to like jump into any point? I'm like, oh yes, you have to start at the beginning of the football Hellboy saga. You never know when we're gonna fucking spit, you know, interweb the fucking connecting stories, man. It could happen at any moment. Yeah. The Hotboy cinematic universe it all connects. <laughs> did you hear the one where Clark oh. knocked that old lady out? No, I haven't got to that one yet. Oh my god, that was shit. Stop, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Is that post credit? <laughs> oh my god. We gotta wrap yeah, this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 
All right. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Football Hot Boys. Oh, it's good to be back. Anyway, until next week, make sure you head over to our Facebook and follow us there. Also, go over to Twitter at uh, FB underscore Hot Boys and follow us there. Hit us, hit us with those messages on both platforms for our mailbag episode. Uh, and until next time, stay out there, boys and girls. Peace. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh.